Hello and welcome to Herbal Bonus number 4. In this episode, we'll talk about the production of artemisium. Artemisium is an anti-malarial drug that also has effects on viruses and other pathogenic species of the Protozoa kingdom. The details of how it was discovered is complex and was covered in a previous video, link in the description below. But to make a long story short, it was found mostly in Southeast Asia and China. In the latter location, it was used for traditional Chinese medicine since 168 BCE. The drug, unfortunately, is present in only very small amounts per plant, and usually makes up less than 1% of the dry mass of said plant, which increased the cost of production quite substantially. The current goal of the WHO and several other organizations is to reduce the cost of artemisium down to 10 cents. To that end, the biosynthetic pathway of how artemisium is produced has been studied intensively. Artemisium is derived from the biochemical precursor found in many plant species called phosphatidyl diphosphate, which itself is synthesized from two biochemical pathways, the MVA pathway and the MEP pathway. The full details are outside my area of expertise since biochemistry is not my forte. But as a consequence of figuring out this biochemical pathway system, artemisian has been studied intensively to try to increase the production of this plant-based chemical. And different pathways have been done in order to try to increase the production of the biochemical artemisian. And four general groups have come into being to try to improve the production of this chemical. Non-transgenic production, transgenic plant production, transgenic microproduction, and transgenic production in other plant species outside of Artemisia and Nua, the original origin of this biochemical. Still others are working on a means to produce it artificially. We'll cover each one in detail. Much of the non-transgenic work to increase Artemisian content in Artemisia and Nua is focused primarily around selective breeding and the creation of bioreactors and cell cultures. The primary source right now, however, in that research is in vitro culture. The details regarding bioreactors will be covered in a future video, specifically Alltech exclusive number 150. But various attempts at manipulating plant cell culture, medium, and environment to try to improve the production of this element. These include abiotic elicitors, the interesting compound called chitosan, manipulation of plant hormones, and the manipulation of nutrient content in the medium. For instance, using glucose instead of sucrose, double the amount of artemisium produced by cell culture. Cell cultures of artemisia and nua roots, when combined with the chemical chitosan, have a six-fold increase in artemisium. Although the final concentration is only 1.8 milligrams per gram dry weight. The next method is using transgenic Artemisia and Nua. Due to the fact that Artemisium is at its highest peak during the flowering stage of the species, genes from a mutated Arabidopsis plant, specifically the FPF1 gene and the CO gene, were incorporated into Artemisia and Nua. The FPF1 gene promotes increased flowering 
and the CO gene is an early flowering gene. As a consequence, this transgenic form of Artemisia nua flowered 20 days earlier than the non-transgenic form. However, no significant difference in Artemisium levels was observed upon flowering. The next attempt at genetically engineering Artemisia annua was done using the gene which was incorporated into Artemisia annua via Agrobacterium. This produced a 60 to 70% increase in Artemisium, although the final product was still quite low, far below what was required to get the production cost to 10 cents. The third attempt was using cotton genes, specifically the FPS gene. This would increase the production of FPP, which would increase the rate of Artemisian production. Through this process, the plants are able to produce 8 to 10 milligrams per gram of dry weight Artemisium, which was 2 to 3 times greater than the controls. However, the long-term productivity remains unknown, as the experiments were put to an end relatively recently. Next we'll cover transgenic non-plant materials. This represents the current production of Artemisian in modern times. Due to the ability of microbes to produce biochemicals in high amounts, such as E. coli and common yeast, various secondary metabolite pathways have been engineered into such microbes to be grown in vats to produce the biochemical desired. The genes for Artemisium biosynthesis have been identified, or more specifically, two genes. One is called ADS, and the other is called CYP71AV1. These genes produce precursors to Artemisium. Intensive work done with carotenoids have shown that E. coli can produce a large amount of biochemicals once genetically engineered to do so. In one such test, a biochemical of interest called amorphodiene was found to be increased by 10 to 36 fold when produced through E. coli growing in vats. Various bioreactors have also been made regarding Artemisian production through the use of incorporating the ADS gene to produce precursors to other precursor forms of Artemisium. Other genetic engineering projects such as altering the ERG9 gene in yeast and the incorporation of both the ADS and CYP71AVI gene into the yeast strain alongside a gene that alters NADPH oxoreductase production was able to produce a new genetically engineered strain of yeast that produces the biochemicals artemistic alcohol, artemistic aldehyde, and artemistic acid. The conversion of these precursors to artemisium is well understood and currently and currently there are plans to produce this artemisium through this process. On average, one vat can produce 150 milligrams per liter of these precursors. So in all likelihood, this will become the mainstream way of producing artemisium well into the future. Other groups are trying to incorporate ADS genes into other plant species. One such group incorporated the ADS gene into tobacco. This transgenic tobacco also showed an increase in precursors far greater than was found in the wild or normal plant Artemisium annua, although to a far lesser extent than 
was found in the bacteria colony, as well as the yeast colony. Currently right now, there's one last project going on. They know the biological foundations of the biochemical artemisium. It's a trioxane biochemical. And there are current attempts to create something akin to artemisium in a lab from scratch using pre-existing hydrocarbon and hydrocarbon-based biochemicals. Although it's unclear if these synthetic derivatives will be developed and how well they can mimic the effects of artemisium. Well, that all covers everything. Thank you for watching. Thank you.